Welcome to another episode of Something for the People. This is your boy B Hunt, aka the Silent Prophet, along with my co-host Big Country. What's good, people? And back once again for your view and pleasure, we have Brittany. Hey, notch. Give me one second to pull up these topics. Uh, done deal. All right. So it's okay. Uh, so who comes? First, your spouse or your mother and well, the, your mother and kids. Mother slash kids. Mother slash kids. Because well, the reason I bring this kids. up was is I hear on social media a lot of times people will say my kids always come first, and I'm like, if your kids always come first, where does your spouse come in? Mm-hmm. And then other people when they don't have kids is like. Oh, my mom or my dad versus my spouse. Like there was one where they were talking about who's going to sit in the front seat. Is it going to be your wife or your mama? <laughs> and I'm like, is that really a question? But I'm like, I guess some people really go through those kind of things. I like, I think that's just too much. I think it's really should be because in that case, what I'm hearing you say, you need to be single. <laughs> if you hear yeah. Because if it's doing all, that's doing too much. Because when you get married, because I'm looking at like somebody's needs are not getting fulfilled. If you think about, oh, my kids, my kids. What about when those kids get grown? Those kids are not going to always be kids. And there has to be a boundary. So where they know that mom and dad are on the same page and they can go to mom and dad. And then it goes from there. But if you're not prioritizing that relationship, then your relationship or your marriage is going to fall apart if you're focused on the kids. And then when it comes to, okay, your mom or your wife or, or your dad or your husband, I just feel like when you got married, you guys became one. And so mm-hmm. you should it should automatically be your spouse. Of course, level of respect is there for your parents, most yeah. definitely. And if they have a good relationship, it's going to be, you know, the wife must say, mom, you know, get, you know, it's like a mom, dad thing. Everybody's family is together. It shouldn't be a section of who's going to sit in the front, who's going to do. That's just doing too much. Right. I, that, <laughs> that's why I really, like, had the issue. Like, one, the fact that we trying to play shotgun for the seat and we yeah. old, you know what I'm mean? like, like, <laughs> like, we grown up. We saying. really, like, who got to the seat? Okay. But if you using it as, like, I got to establish myself in this person's life and your claim to that status is a front seat. I'll be mm-hmm. like, there are deep set issues here that we just really ain't discussing. Yeah. <laughs> you got to talk a little bit more about why do you feel like you either having this seat or not having this seat would establish you in any way in that relationship. Like, Well, hell, be. I have the opposite effect with my wife and my mom because neither one of them want the front seat. I don't know if it's <laughs> they don't want to sit next to me or what. Because I'm always the driver, and um, either my mom would be like, no, nah, I get in the front seat, and my wife would be like, no, nah, you get in the front seat. I'm like, somebody <laughs> just get in the goddamn car. Because we're trying to go now. <laughs> now we're talk, we talking about timetable. But I don't know. I just never thought about it being a issue of who gets the front seat, who gets the back seat. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, if you up there, you up there. Hey, but you know the rules of the front seat. you supposed <laughs> to watch out for the police. <laughs> Hey, do your thing. That's why they don't the want to get in the front seat. Then the rules is like, hey, if I'm speeding, don't tell me to slow down. Watch out for the police. Hey, make sure you looking around too. Change the radio. That's your job. If you can't do your job, don't. So sit that's in the front why seat. no one wants to sit in your front seat. <laughs> hey, I mean, it makes sense. It's a job now. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm okay with it though. 
But at least I don't have the issue of who gets more dominance, my mama or my wife. It's like, I don't care. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't get me wrong. And my mom even knows for a fact, I put my wife above everybody because that's my spouse. That's the person that I joined with. That's the person I married. I say I want to be with forever. But I like how you said that your mom knows it. So you set that intention. And what I see in a lot of relationships as a therapist is that for those relationships that do have problems is that no one's correcting their mother or their father. And sometimes they'll leave it to the spouse that they marry to say, you got a problem, then go tell my mom. And that's not okay. Because at the end of the day, that's your parents. And they're going to take it different from you compared to coming from the wife or the husband. Mm -hmm. And so I like how you said that your mom already knows that. And so that means you have set that boundary in place saying like, no. And that helps your wife and that helps your relationship to thrive because it's like, okay, my husband knows that no one comes before me in that sense. So I love it. I mean, but I would think you would understand. And it's supposed to be me and my wife against the kids. It's like it's not. A, I mean, we not against against, right. but if it, but we on the same side. It's supposed to be like, hey, if I'm not here, mommy taking care of it, or. If mommy not here, I'm taking care of it. But the way I thought about it is if the kids need something or they're trying to get over on something, like, can I go to this party or can I do this? What I'm hearing you say is, like, we on the same page. So they know if they come to you, then mommy's also going to say no. Yeah, because my And a lot of relationships don't have that. That's why that causes more friction because it's like, I told them no. Well, you didn't communicate that. Or, you know, it's okay this one time. Like, no, we ought to be on the same page. And so I like that. My whole thing, my statement is what your mama say. I don't, don't, because I'll be like, I'm not getting caught up in none of that. That's right. You You don't don't, want that smoke. You don't want that smoke. Don't be trying to pit me against her. (laughs) Okay. And children will do that. And that's they they say. If you let them. So I just be like, you already know. Like my daughter right now. At this point, I said, "What is your mama? What did your What did your mama say so much?" So she just can be like, "Well, mama said no." I be like, well, "Have some get get that." No, uh, no, because mama already said. No. I be like, "Yeah." But that also reminds me of when you're young. You know, when you want certain things, I'm going a certain parent. That's right. I know mama gonna say hell no, or I know daddy gonna say hell no. So for certain things, if at least. I got opportunity over here versus <laughs> uh, straighten up. What you teaching them is life skills. Okay. You look, I know it's some bosses that I got or some, you know, it's a person at work that can cover for you. That's that got rank. You know, it's like, Hey, I'm going to be like five minutes late. Could you just watch the, cl- I'm going to be in, but I'm, it's going to be five minutes. I got you. As opposed to that person, like you've been five minutes late three times already. And, you know, so you just kind of pick and choose. But that's a life yeah. skill. You got to know your audience. And that's, I just feel like mm-hmm. know your audience. If you're asking me anything, if my daughter's asking me anything in relation to, like, boys, the answer is no. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you need to go and refer all those questions to your mama who should <laughs> say, what did your daddy say? If she don't say that. <laughs> yeah. I'm mad. Just letting it be known. Hey, it's very true. It's very true. But, but. That's, that's that. Uh, so yeah, I'm going. Alright, <laughs> there you go. Wait, wait, go, go down, go 
the other way, bro. Other way, bro. Right there. Right there. Mm-hmm. Right there. All right. Is it okay for a woman to tell a man that he must be better than her father? And I would say this for either way it goes. Be, is it okay for a person to tell their spouse they should be better than their parent? No. No, not at all. Because I'm looking at it like this. If you got with this person, like, why would you get with them if you feel like they weren't? If you are holding them to the standard that they have to be, you know, meet X, Y, and Z. Why would you even get with them in the first place right. if you felt like they weren't meeting those, your qualifications? But I don't think that you should be even comparing them to your parents. Unless, mm-hmm. for example, you could compare them to their relationship, for example, if they had a good relationship or things like that. But not individually, because, I mean, first of all, they grew up in a different time period. And things are not the same way that they were back yeah. then. <laughs> like, there was, uh, this was probably about a year or two ago. Where the uh, father came out and was like, oh, none of my daughters ever had to do this. None of my daughters and none of my um, kids ever had to want for anything. So you have to be able to take care of all the bills. You have to be able to do all these kind of things, all those kind of things. But then that's a personal standard the woman should have then. If she, if her dad raised her like that and treated her like this, so she knows how that feels to never have to want for anything or do anything, then that means she should have that personal standard. When she's out here dating or whatever, okay, hey. Can you do this? You know, and she can right. say that. Can you do this? Because my dad did it if she wants to. But that don't mean she should hold him to that standard. But that can be a standard that she has. I mean, it can be a standard. The thing I would caution against is like unrealistic expectations. We right. talk about from a time <laughs> where my dad tells this story. He was like, I made more money cutting like the yards in my neighborhood than my mom and dad. Like, I was mm. like, so as, and I'm not talking yep. about. Like my grandfather died, my dad was thirteen. So I'm like, you was you talking about as a thirteen year old, you was wow. making more than your parents, Dang. just cutting yards. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. If that if if that's the case, I make more than you, and I'm able to put forth on bills with just lawn more money. Then we in a different time. Inflation is real. We yes. we went from a mm. one income society to now realistically it's a two income, possibly Plus. three income. Like you know what I'm saying? Everybody have a side. Everybody needs to we gotta put in. You know, we all gotta put in for the most part. So to have these expectations or put these types of stresses on a person, understand that if they do rise to that occasion, every one of those stipulations you put on that person is gonna be matched. Mm-hmm. So you saying, Oh no, no. You gonna pay all the bills and do all this and all. Then when he comes back with, all right. So when it comes to birthday parties, that's I'll I'll show up, but I don't need to yeah, lift the finger. Don't, uh, don't talk to me about <laughs> I, that. My mama did all the cooking, so you need to be in uh-huh. there doing all the cooking. Don't say, oh so no, you gotta be ready. Stuff. You're you right, ready. exactly. Both sides, but also as you were talking, you made me think you also gotta be ready for like things change. Like right now. Too. I know me and my husband married with 12 years, but a lot has changed when mm. you think about the inflation. Yeah. And stuff. So getting the multiple jobs, like if I would have had that standard up front, I would have to know, okay, that's going to be changing because you're going to have to go out and work, especially with four kids. Right. Like, yeah. That's just not going to be. But, <laughs> yes, but I guess that's just the thing is when people set these unrealistic mm-hmm. expectations, but then they're like, no, nah, you shouldn't set these. Like you hear a lot of women and and I'm just saying from the truth, a lot of women say their man should be a provider, protect, do all the things that they daddy did. But you don't do all the things your mama do. Mm. 
Oh, or mm -hmm. his mama did. Like, you don't do the cook. And my mom always worked. That's mm -hmm. just a fact. My mom always worked. But she'll even sit here to this day was like, nah, I did the cooking at the house. Your dad probably cooked spaghetti <laughs> once a week. And that was because I was like, nah, I ain't cooking right now. But I think that comes down to understanding your strengths as a relationship because mm -hmm. we have to realize that what worked for our parents, that's not going to necessarily work in our relationship as well. So it's really about sitting down and saying, okay, having those expectations be the provider. Well, if you're voicing that up front, then that's good. But I think the problem comes in that people get into these relationships that don't necessarily have those conversations. So now they're five years in and he's mad because like you said, he's expecting she want me to provide and do all these things. Well, you don't cook. My mm -hmm. mama cook. <laughs> and you have, because you have, that's your comparison role. And mm -hmm. so I think it's important to keep going back to the drawing table. So like in a relationship, I was listening to a podcast mm -hmm. today and he talked about having those weekly check-ins, what's yeah. working, what's not working. So that way you guys can actually adjust. But also from the man or the woman's perspective, being real enough to say, well, show me how, because I don't know how what you're asking me to do, whether it's be more intimate or whatever it is, mm -hmm. show me how. So then that way that is you're clearly communicating. This is what I need. So if I need you to cook. Okay, get on Pinterest, get some recipes. I need you to cook because yeah. as the man, I'm providing, I'm doing all these things. But I think people are not having those com communication and sitting down talking about it and then leaving the conversation with, okay, when, what are you going to do? Because some people leave the communication like, yeah, 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 whatever. But the yeah. reality of it is we need to change. It needs to change. We got to put some kind of action. What action are you going to put forward so we can see an actual change? So, right, granted, this isn't a, isn't a relationship book. It's, it's more of like a leadership. Like it's four, uh, four things for highly effective leaders. Mm -hmm. So in there, they have this basically, you know, how you go to work and you have that huddle where everybody yeah. gets together and then you go over the whole statistics. Mm -hmm. This is what this is. We met this mark. We did this in the book. I saw this one thing they was talking about. They were saying one, they call it a wig, which is a wildly important goal. Right. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that if you insert that into a relationship, that would be overall. What do we wish to see our relationship look mm -hmm. like? Like when it comes to the kids, what's our goal for our kids? When it comes to our household, what's our goal for our household? And so on and so forth. But also the key part of that, which is it allowed the person in the in that situation in, in the uh meeting to set their own goal as far as well this week i'm focused on trying to get us to this point and but you didn't just say i'm trying to get to this point you had to say exactly what you were going to do and how does that impact one of these groups right. so if it's mm -hmm. okay i want our kids to be straight a's okay well reading is a really big part every week I'm going to make sure that I read at least one book or, or this chapter just to, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm chopping away at these goals, these things that we said are important as a group, right? right? So that being said, it's just the more I look at it and I look at it from a logical lens, your relationship, as much as you don't want it to look like work, but I'm telling you, some of these things that you take from your job, mm. if you just insert them in just like certain places, it's like yeah. if if you in the janitorial service and you and and you see a, some dirt on the floor, you're not gonna walk past that dirt because it don't matter. But before your eight hours is up, the expectation is you're gonna get back in here, sweep that floor. That's right. So when you walk into the house. And you see your kids acting up, 
You don't just walk past your kids acting up because <laughs> before you get to bed, you're going to have to straighten this out. Just, just, it's a mindset thing. Well, That's what it comes down to. I look, at, I look at it from the point of stop watching social media because mm-hmm. one of the big issues we have was we don't have those expectations until we see somebody else with them. Now we mm-hmm. trying to put those into ours is like, oh, I want that. But then that's not even the reality because you, you're you looking at the good that could be the reality, but you don't see everything that behind the scenes, mm-hmm. the good, mm-hmm. the bad, the ugly, everything. Like, but that's like, okay, when <clears throat> they were talking about the whole thing about, oh, where to go on first day and where not to go on first day. <laughs> I'm like, you are stupid. Like <laughs> if you let social media tell you where you should go and where you shouldn't go right. on your first date, that's why I speak so highly of people with credentials. If you can't tell me of a point when you had more than me, or at least on par with me, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like you should be the governing body as far as to my happiness. Like you shouldn't be somebody who have that type of input. And I would mm-hmm. definitely not leave that in the hands of we say they friends or followers or whatever, but in reality, right. they're just strangers. <laughs> That's yeah. what like, you just a stranger. I don't know you. <laughs> So if you telling me I can't go to the Cheesecake Factory, but I like cheesecake, I think it's more important that you know the person you with. Mm-hmm. Well, then that comes to how strong is your mind. If you're going to allow people to sway you like that, then there's a deeper problem. There's a deeper right. issue. Mm-hmm. That's true, too. So it's like a... Should we be speaking on a, on a, on a national level? Because I'm like... <laughs> The fact that this list made it so... And don't get me wrong. There's been a lot of people who are in opposition to this list. Mm-hmm. You can't go to this place, can't go to that place. And they speaking out like, no, I this no, you can't tell me where I'm gonna take you on the first day, especially if I'm paying. <laughs> and then there's some women who get online and of course they get called pick me's in relation to this. Right. They're like, if he wanna take me there and I'm hungry, I'm gonna go. If I wanna kick it with him, but they like, no, 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 you just don't wanna but every wave ain't for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some ways everything's not settling. This I'm not finna get out here in hurricane season and try to ride your wave, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not finna do that. You, it sound good because I'm sure if you, the whole time you talk to surfers, they talk about the big surf. I'm gonna catch the big wave, the biggest one. Yeah. Well, the biggest one floods the city. So that being said, I'm not finna jump on the wave of the ignorant people who don't understand that there are levels to this. Every wave ain't one you should ride. Oh, definitely understand that. So, and yeah, I guess so. I'm not finna do that. Uh, so because I wanna, I really wanna get to the point where she get a shout out these two two books out here. Uh, we gonna go into you won't believe this and you won't believe this is brought to you by. Oh, as always, look (laughs) shout out my beautiful wife, love you, baby. Um, check out. Yanni like mine, traces like mine, and wasted desires, wasted desires, waist beads, uh, waist beads, anchors, bracelets, thigh chains, all those different things to make your body shine. Um, traces like mine, hair to hair products for a black woman by a black woman. You know, a lot of black women say they don't have stuff in the store for them. And Yanni like mine, ladies, if you do not know what your Yanni is, look it up. It does not clean itself, no matter what anybody tells you. Understood. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so I am Brittany Petty, and I just created this amazing inner healing workbook. Um, 
and it's amazing you can find it on empower you the letter u crown up so again that's empower the letter u crown up and also i have my book here stop the drama stop comparing and focus on you which is a book for our teen girls but i love this workbook because i took it from all of my amazing clients and it's just a way for them to work on themselves inner healing and just really do the work to just be better day in and day out so go to empower the letter u crown up that I'm actually in our Facebook group. Oh, yeah, I should definitely look at it. Yes, I gotta join the group. Yes, self care retreats all amazing. I believe it. Uh, on top of that, to add to that, Tyler Bailey, luxury clothes by luxury guy. My cousin Mike, my cousin Mike, he's a he does podcast stuff like that. They call him Wiggling These Game Spaces, but you can go find him. Call him Mike like his mama do. And uh, of course, I want to shout out us, which is something, the number four DA people. And you can find us on all podcasting platforms on top of the podcasting platforms. If you type in something, the number four DA people, and you're on YouTube, you type podcast at the end, it's going to minimize those search results for you. Uh, like, share, subscribe, five stars, please. All right, we gonna get into this because I, I definitely want to have this conversation before because she has places to be. You gotta respect people's time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, why are women disrespected more when they forgive their mate? Example: ex cheating and get caught doing something inappropriate. Whew. Oh, uh, honestly, <laughs> if I'm gonna keep it one thousand. One of the reasons why I think a lot of women get disrespected more is because though it could be the way that they forgave and came back. Like, for example, if you get if you get in trouble by your parent and they just tell you you're in trouble and stuff like that, okay, you may mess up and do it again. But after that one real good whooping and all that, you know what? Uh, I realize there's a huge consequence behind it. And I see for a lot of ladies at times, like, I realize women are in love with love. So it's like they're willing to forgive a lot of things. And, hey, I'm telling on fellas, if you're doing wrong, fellas, it's like women will let you mess up so many times before they get to a point where they're like, okay, enough's enough. As a dude, depending on how you mess up, it's over. Like, right. for example, like my co-host has always said, hey, if my wife cheat on me the first time, don't <laughs> ever think we're going to work this out. And I'm like, that's his prerogative, but he's going to stand 10 toes down on that. Never. Now, Never for a lot of ladies, for some guys, they are like, oh, well, she just keeps, she'll say that. But it's like, I could, if I say it right, if I do it right, it's almost like I get back there. It's like, mm-hmm. she'll forgive me. And honestly, I think you should forgive, but you don't forget those things. Nobody forgets those things. But with a lot of ladies, it's like almost like you'll push all that back instead of seeing what's in front of your face. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people don't mess up because as men... We stupid at times. I admit that. We stupid at times and we'll mess up. And I understand a mess up. 
But if you constantly keep messing up, it gets to a point where it's like, nigga, this you. This ain't no, <laughs> it ain't a mess up. This your personality. This is what All you right. do. How I term it is like there's problems and then there's weaknesses, right? Mm -hmm. So a problem for Superman would be somebody who, you know, just a little bit stronger than you. Because technically, I'm Superman. I can go. I can overcome this. I can beat this. Right. A weakness for Superman would be Kryptonite. If you got Kryptonite around him, he's just gonna get weak. If you got a guy who it's a problem. Hey, women might find him attractive. They flirt with him, but he's strong enough to overcome. That. Hey, look, I got yeah. a wife at home. It's not gonna work for me. Mm -hmm. Now, when you got a dude who has a weakness, it's like, oh, every time a woman talks to me, I have to engage in that conversation. So what I'm hearing is, if you know that then that means you have to be very mindful of the situations that you put yourself in as mm -hmm. a man. Because your mate, they don't necessarily know all your weaknesses. Well, but I do know that there are situations where women will say, hey, you know, and I've heard men do it too. They'll be like, hey, that guy who was trying to talk to you, you know, da, da, da. And I've heard vice versa. But a woman's like, hey, that's like, it's more to it than just a coworker or whatever. Yeah, right. And I've also seen where, okay, some situations, the person, oh, this is a coworker, whatever. And then it turned into something more. And it's like that woman was like, I've seen it all along. Yeah. I tried to show you these things. Right. Well, for me, I look, uh, I know my weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm a natural flirt. I know I'm a natural flirt. But a lot of times, I don't even try to be in that area. Right. Like, I had to explain to my wife. When we first got married, nah, I don't go. Nah, I ain't going out there. <laughs> I'm like, nah, is he not going? Nah, I ain't going. Nah, because that's my accountability partner when it comes to it. It's like, hey, bro, don't mess up. Don't be yeah. out here moving reckless. So if he don't go out with me or my other partner don't go out or my brother go out with me, mm -hmm. I'm not just going to be going out because right. I know where I'm at. And I know some people are like, well, you should be strong no matter what. I know my weaknesses. Man. I know where I don't need to be. So I'm not going to be there. And then you also got to pay attention to those people who are like hype men. So it's like, I don't want to be in a space with the hype man because you're going to hype me up to do stuff that I don't typically yeah. do. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I moved away from that. It's like you're just going to keep nudging the peer pressure. So whereas I'm in reality, sure, do I feel like I can go out and not be... Of course, I can do that all the time. But you get that one person, be like, I bet you can't get that number. Those <laughs> people you need to be away from. Exactly. So it's like, but from where they sit, I'm thinking like, well, you probably still single. You ain't really invested as much as I have into the relationship right. I got. But on top of that, my ego is a big part of me. <laughs> so yeah. I can't let you think that I can't. So in order right. for us to operate, for me to keep you So that around, means you got to change your circle exactly. at some point. And that's a big issue. Mm -hmm. Men don't change their circle. Mm. They keep running with the same boys that don't mean them well now. Right. Oh, you meant me well. Like, you don't want me to die. Right. right. But, yeah. <laughs> but you don't mean me well as you see I'm married over here. Mm -hmm. You see I'm trying to do these kind of things or make these missions. Nah, you don't care about that. Hey, as long as I don't die, you good. Yeah. Right. Just, but, but I think we need to go back. Okay. Nope. Because you said something about um, the woman just keeps, you know, forgiving accepting and accepting. Right. And is that, do you guys think that that's because she didn't necessarily give a clear ultimatum? Or is it because she saw it? Like, for example, let's say it was cheating. And so when you're in, you know, it's one thing, like you said, when you're on the outside, it hasn't happened to you. Like, oh, no, nah, that's something that's unforgivable. 
But when it actually happens to you, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother story. Especially when you're thinking about a lot of times women think about the kids or the financial situation mm-hmm. or who knows. The list goes on and on, right? But it's like after that time, I've seen it where a lot of women say, okay, I forgave him. He said he was going to do right. He went, you know, da, da, da. And then they realized two, three years later, dang, he cheated again. And I'm noticing a lot of women say they just kept cheating. And it was like, you have the some people that say one time done. And then you got the people that say, okay, I'll forgive them. And then they didn't even realize, but they just kept doing it. And that's where that disrespect comes. And it's like women start looking at themselves. Like, did I do something wrong? Was I wrong to forgive? Should I have made a clear ultimatum? What should I have done differently? So I'm just say for me, uh, from things I see, honestly, and I take things back from the way I was raised with my mom and my grandmother. My grandmother told my mom, because my mom and dad are no longer together. But my grandmother told something I hold true to this day. If you've done everything Mm, possible to do what you need to do and you leave, you can leave with your head held high because I did everything in my power. Mm. Now, if you messing up, you got to look at yourself, too. And yes, I understand we're married, all those kind of things, but it can't be this. But if for some women, oh, the denial of sex. Mm-hmm. If you are denying your man sex mm-hmm. after so long, what's gonna happen? It, what right. is going to happen? Like, but that goes both ways. Qu- yes, right. and that right. it goes both ways. Mm-hmm. So as long as you've done everything and you can honestly say in your power, I've done everything. Whether you say or go, that's your prerogative, You're right? Because you've done your uh, due diligence. You've mm-hmm. done everything in your power. Now, if you messing up, hey, um, you could leave, but you can't be like. Yeah, I did everything <laughs> right. No, no, you didn't. I also think part of that goes back into like the the maintenance of a relationship mm-hmm. falls most of the time on a woman from an outside perspective, right? Okay. So it's like if you in the house and, and we've seen it where you, you ain't fixed your man a plate or something and you got an older lady in there, she's going to be like, fix that man fix a that plate. Man a plate. <laughs> yeah. Right? And you like, what? <laughs> so then they always take like they always got that little side <laughs> mention in the back. Uh huh. Now when you lose your man, what you gonna do? Yeah. Cause they, cause it's like. But then that's when women of today are like, this is a different day and time. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> right, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree that it's a different day and it's a different like right. a different time. But we still gotta pay attention to the social norms. We we can as much as I hate social norms. Mm-hmm. We have we they are a thing and they really do exist. So it's like if you get married predominantly, whether the marriage succeeds or fail, granted, a dude from divorce court is going to incur majority of the damage as far as the splitting of the assets yeah. or this, that, unless you, you know, superwoman for the most part, you got all that in- intact on your, you know. Right. But for the most part, he's going to be the man. The man's going to take them hits, right? Right. So they're going to come back and they're going to be like, hey, well, what did, what did, what was she doing? They ask what did he do, but nobody necessarily actually cares what he did because right. it's like the end result is you're gone. Right. It's so I've seen people where it's like, oh, well, he was cheating on me for this, that, and this, that, and this, that. And then you'll catch an older lady who'll be like, but was everything taken care of at home? Yeah. Right. And I'll just be like. And so that's when I think it really comes down to accountability on both parts because mm-hmm. regardless mm-hmm. of what happened, we all have to take our accountability. Yeah, so right. like I tell my clients, like, okay, 
Yes, he did his dirt or whatever the case is. But what can you say that you're holding yourself accountable for? And most of it's like, okay, I didn't call him out when I first seen it. Mm -hmm. I kept, you know, sweeping on the table or I would say, okay, find it here, show him this. And then after that, I'm constantly nagging him. But then nobody wants to live like that. Mm, True. And so that means you got to do some work on yourself, you know, period. And for the man, you know, a lot of times you don't really hear the man really take full accountability. Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. Or those flipping around and say, "Oh, well, if you had done this, made my play." Yeah, I hope yeah. not that silly, but <laughs> no, if you had no, made my play, I get it. it I get if, you. If <laughs> people, if people are reaching for things that are like that trivial, then most yeah. of the times I, I call that deflection. You right. just looking for something to like, because you know I have no real weight in this argument. I was yeah. wrong. She, she, or he is all is right. But I don't want them to feel like they're hundred percent right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you just trying to find <laughs> that one find little, that oh, little. You didn't do this. Just, just but that one. What I'm not talking about the little right. itty bitty thing. Nobody. Mm-hmm. I'm be at uh, at the end of the day. Nobody cares about the little itty bitty things. Right. Like they can build up, yeah. but like it's the main things. Is like, are you loving me? Are you showing me that mm-hmm. you love me? Are you showing me that you are here with me? Like if. You could be here, but if you're not here with mm. me, it's like, okay, it may be a little void. Are y'all getting this understanding going back and forth? So like that's the- where those check-ins come into play. And then also mm. asking yourself, okay, are they connected? To, are we connected to the world and not and disconnected at home? Or how? what's going on? Because if you're doing those weekly check-ins, even a monthly check-in, and y'all can be honest with each other and be like, okay, this is what's working. This is what's not. You can have a great relationship. Right. Yes. But it's hard if you're having a conversation with someone and like, oh, everything's great. You're doing everything great. And it's like everybody has somewhere to grow. You know? Yes. That that is one thing that I do not like. Improper. And don't get me wrong, I say this, but I'm also somebody who's an improper grader. Like <laughs> like I'll just be like, Oh, it's all good. But in reality, I'd be like, This house is burning down. Okay. <laughs> this house is on fire. I hate everything in here. But when you ask me, you'll be like, Are we good? But that's also coming, like I said, I gotta go back to the social norms. My mm-hmm. father, it whole house be flooding, the, the the ceiling, everything. He's just like, It's cool. Don't worry about it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to get, but, and most times, if not all the time, he did pull through, but it's like that type of toll it wears on you. You know what I'm saying? And then in this climate that we have now, where everybody's like, you was a guy, you need to express yourself and express your feelings. But I always say. (laughs) But then find a way to do it then if you're Mm -hmm. not that person that just likes to say, because what I'm thinking is the big picture. If you keep saying things are good, how does she know to fix something? And vice versa. If she's saying everything's good, you're going to keep doing things the way you've been doing it. And then now we have this big, like you said, the house is burned down. Right. But like the only reason I say, and it's just from watching social media and hearing certain people, is like. If I told you, it's like I told you. It's like mm-hmm. it's not. Oh well, you didn't tell me the way I should receive it. Hold up, hold up. But I did tell you this, you did and especially if I tell you more than once. Right. Like there are some women that is like, oh, once you get married and stuff like that, you never are back uh, unless you're going out with your friends. You never do that. I'm doing this for him. Like I'm dressing up like this for him. Like, I've had to tell my wife a couple of times. She'll dress up, go out with her friends, be looking sexy as hell for a minute. I'm like, like <laughs> I'll be like, it? you got the net out. What 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 you trying to catch? And then she'd be mad as hell at me because <laughs> nah, um, yeah, well, um, you look good as hell right now. Oh, well, I'm about to go out with my friends. Why are you gonna wait another 30 minutes? Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, nah, you look great right now. So going back then, this why I do feel like a lot of times when women, and I'm glad y'all said that when women get into the mother role and the wife role, it's like day to day passes. So you just, you know, we look rough, right? (laughs) Until you're ready to go out with your friends. So my question to you is, how often are you setting up date night or initiating, or are you guys having a date night so she can be like, okay, let me get sex for my husband, let me get sexy while I'm out with my friends. That's a good question. I can't. I'm gonna have to, to say I. I have set up I, date I, I nights. Uh, honestly, I don't do as much as I should, and the reason why I say that is because me and my wife's schedule used to be. It's getting much better now because mm-hmm. she used to work on the weekends, and then I be off on the weekends. Then she worked early as crap in the morning, so it's like she mm-hmm. gotta be in the bed by eight right. o'clock, and I'm like. Well, hell, we trying to get somebody to watch the kids and all this kind of a stuff. Lot. So it was a lot, but it's gotten better because it's like now, okay, we could at least spend an hour or two. Oh, her mom, my mom will watch them. And I'm like, hell, even if I only get two and a half hours or something, it's like we go watch a movie, go eat something, go Just do something, something for right. us. Right. Well, so in my I'm in similar spaces you like hey i don't we, we it's a lot of juggling to make that happen so it's like right now it's the goosebumps on disney channel it's like well that's we gonna watch that together. that's that's ours we yeah, gonna right. watch that kids will be asleep you sit down but the thing is because the main part of that was you got to get dressed up you're like nah we just gonna be in some house <laughs> shoes but this is your time but i think as long as you switch it up i think that's what's good yeah. you know mm-hmm. Women want that, you know. It's okay. We can sit at home, watch Netflix or whatever. And there's times you want to go out and have a good time and dress yes. yourself up, make That's you true. feel special. And true. you should have that balance of both sides. It's like, yes, sometimes go out. Because for me, I always tell my wife, mm-hmm. I don't need you to have on makeup and all that stuff. But right. if you hit that makeup every blue moon, I'm going to be like, hey, <laughs> cool. But no, I want to see what you normally look like. Some mm-hmm. women always got makeup on and i'm like you don't have to do that all All the the time time. but then i said that's because that's a bigger issue if you have to wear it make everything yeah i I feel like that plays more into insecurity (laughs) as opposed to dress up you know it's like i just want to look this way but i'd be like because makeup does wonders (laughs) it really do especially when you see the the transformation You you show me. Uh, I'm sorry. No, nah, makeup uh, like the way they do makeup now and contouring and all oh, that. Yes. I'm like, hold up, you're it's cheating. Magic. That's it's cheating. Magic. Like if a dude hit you with them moves, like oh his beard's just straight Beijing, and then he got muscles and stuff all over. But when you get to the house and everything, he take the muscles off and wipe his face off and <laughs> oh, have no. that disappear. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I don't want to deal with him. I mean, but I just feel like like for a guy. The whole turn, like real, is like really a thing. Like, yeah, you, you gotta be as authentic as you possibly can be. Okay, you gotta be that. But with women, I'd be like, eh, there's some grace in there, you know. Like, yeah, yeah it might not be one hundred percent real. Pop, um, a little waist trainer, <laughs> but like that's cheating. It's that's cheating. No, that's not you. It's cheating. <laughs> the thing about it is, out in public, it's like, but if this is what the social. What you looking at all yeah. the time? So they so- just trying to compete. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, you saw, uh, I showed you that one a while ago. It was one woman with a waist trainer on, and she looked like she was fitting everything. And she pulled she, it out, uh, it out. It looked like goo. And I'm like, <laughs> you look like biscuits busting out. And I'm like, 
Not the biscuits it, you look like a can of busted biscuits right now. And you can't tell me that's not false advertisement. Because I thought, okay, she may be a little, <laughs> little bit. But when it's like, it just comes out like that, it's, nah, nah, that's not fair. That's all I'm saying. What I'm saying is, I understand it's not fair. But I also understand that when you playing this game, as far as being a magician at home with the contouring and the waist trainers <laughs> and the bustiers and the booster bras, understand that eventually, at some point, that spell you cast it is going to have to be undone. And they're going to have to see. <laughs> yeah. So whatever you you mm, need you to know. hit that Cinderella move yeah. real quick. You know what I'm saying? It's a pumpkin again. It's a okay. pumpkin again. So mm -hmm. now we got to figure out, okay, is the guy you with, you better have that bomb personality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you, technically, you started this off. You lied to me first now. Oh, my God. <laughs> you lied hey, you to did. me. <laughs> but if, you, be real. But if you're you a quality see... person, a dude, if you're like, it don't, it's like if I go out and meet somebody else in a situation. So <laughs> oh if, my you, God. if you're a quality <laughs> If you're a quality person, though, I'll be okay. like, I'm going to let you rock with it. I, I mean, I just look at it as like, if I see you in your normal state, I okay, know you can clean up right. nice. Yeah. But if I see you always cleaned up when you go down, I'm like, so that, yeah. that poses a question, though. Should, like, should makeup only be for, like, you know, It should not be an everyday like, like, I'm saying, like, work in marriage before that because i gotta see the base mm. form like i gotta see how you normally are well if you take the time to date and get to know each other i feel like you'll actually know that no 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 because it, it, don't act like that it, a lot of ladies out here they ain't got a friend that always got on that's makeup true. like that's true. always that's true and that's what i'm saying it's like i want to know if your skin is, has a couple of imperfections not always look like but then it comes to them being confident within themselves to be mm -hmm. like okay i can meet you or be around you and with these imperfections knowing that you're going right. to embrace that but then they have to be able to embrace it themselves before they can allow someone else to embrace it yeah and also like a going back to fishing now uh, when you put the lure on the line i mean it's not a real worm the fish gonna bite it like it's still a, like it's a real worm. You know what I'm saying? Right now that she just at a space where she like, I just gotta catch somebody so they can see that I'm 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 a good catch. You know what I'm saying? Huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh Brittany has to exit for the moment. Thank you for coming. Thank Appreciate you guys for you. having me. And uh we'll continue this story. And Corey, divorce settlement allows Tia to keep their four point three million dollar home and prohibits both from introducing new romantic partners to their children cool beans what i, I, I don't know like the 4.3 million dollars i think both of us needs the downside we're gonna sell the house for the 4.3 and then the last part i agree with i'm like if we marry and we get divorced all those kind of things like that Okay, understand. But we have children together and we don't want just anyone around our children. So, yes, I do agree. There has to be a time period and we both have to agree on it before we introduce anyone else to our children. Right. Because when you start saying, well, I want to do this, that's what you want to do. But that's not what's best for us, us. or this these children. Right. Our children. I look at it like this. Uh, the house. I mean. 
from where they sit, it's like a $4.3 million house really going to change the game. If I'm a guy and I just went through a divorce and the kids at the house and the house still with her, keep the house. I don't care. I mean, because I initially bought the house for the kids, right? Yeah. Well, for my family. And since we are no longer together, then technically it's for the kids now. So, yeah, keep the house. You know what I'm saying? When the kids, I would definitely probably put a clause in there saying that once the kids do get of age and they move out, then we need to have a point where we read it, we discuss this as like, are you gonna buy me out or yeah, we gonna sell it out right? Cause it's a lot of house. Outside of that, and I, most times a dude gonna move to gonna downside move to a bachelor pad, something that's more reasonably. You know? Yeah. Now, when it comes to the introducing of new spouses or new new potential partners, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I already told mine like, look. I when it came to marriage, I know when I got into it, I gave a hundred percent. Ain't nothing. Yeah. I'm not finna go find nobody and and make it work better. I'm like, it's no better. Yeah, I gave a hundred percent after this. If it don't work, which it's working currently, but if it don't work, yeah, <laughs> just hang it up. Like no, I'm oh, I already it. said. I'm, uh, like my wife think I'm playing. I ain't getting remarried. remarried. The hell you say? Like nah, I gave everything I had in this marriage. Right. So if this marriage doesn't work out, God gonna come down and say, "Nah, bro. Hey, I know I messed up the first time, but yeah, that's one, one more chance. This is the one. This I is the one for one you." I'm gonna be like, "You say so, fam." Nah, I don't want nobody telling me my mom or somebody else saying, "Oh, well, you know, the second time." Nah, I don't want to hear none of that. Can't about that second. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I'll be by myself. Well, you know, it's not meant for man to be alone. Well, this man gonna be alone. I'm be like, I'm at this point. I feel like I'm more than man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not just. I'm more than man. I'm I'm a a widowed man. Is the widowed man? Can a man be widowed? It's just divorce. Nah, well, widows if they die. Oh, that's what widowed. I'm means a divorced man. Yeah. So I wasn't alone. Mm-hmm. And then I got kids, so I'm technically not alone. Because what exactly. I'm gonna be saying. Oh, I got my kids. They be like, I wanted unconditional love, so I had kids with the guy I wasn't gonna stay with. That Which was what they. Stupid. That's what they said. But all and they said on the show too. I look at it like this, man. As long as we're doing what's right for the children and not what's right for you or me, mm-hmm. I agree um, that you could find somebody else. That's great. That's fine if you find someone else, mm-hmm. but don't have them around my kids. Right. And yes, them are my kids when it's between me and someone else. It doesn't matter about you in per se. Yeah. Like, for example, if my wife got uh me and my wife got a divorce and she found another man. No, it's me and that man, like my kids and that man. It's not our kids and that man. Right. Because it's like you already are investing yourself into that man, uh-huh. but don't invest something that's not yours yeah, just to invest. Mm-mm. That's what I agree with. Though, if if I am a guy who's willing to put forth the effort with mine, like don't just because I'm not a husband, don't mean I'm not a father. Yes, that's what I would say. I'm not finna go around and tell you, hey, who you can be with, who you can't be with. Personally, I'm not concerned. Once I told, once we decided that we gonna cut that off. What you do with your body is what you do with your body, but what you do with my kids because that's that's mine. That's what I created with you. Yeah. So that collaborative effort, no, ain't no more co-signing on this. This that's done. 
So if you got to try to put him in a space where he going to be the new father, something like that, I'd rather you just go ahead, give mm-hmm. me my kids, and then I'll do it the proper way where, mm-hmm. hey, the lady I get with, no, these these her kids, we, mm-hmm. and then you can come by and visit when you need to, and you can have your new set of kids as a new man if necessary. Yeah. But I'm not going to put my kids in a space to where, oh, well, I'm either competing for dad's affection or competing for mom's affection or there's somebody new and I got to navigate that space mm-hmm. and I don't know if my dad is okay with it. Because, you know, it's always that situation where it's like, well, if I grow attached to this new guy, then what does that say about my dad? Like, am I not attached to him? I don't yeah. want to put my kids in that situation in the beginning. Like, I wouldn't want to do that neither. I'm just saying, hey, have enough respect. And this is to men or women, right. whoever, have enough respect. If that man or that woman is in that in your children's lives mm-hmm. and they're trying to be a part of their lives, don't mess that up because of what you want yourself. Yeah, something happened to you. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I'm in love, so uh, hey, okay. If you've been with this person long enough, they need to come over here and let me vet them out first right. and see if I'm cool with it. If I'm not cool with it, them are my kids. Them not his kids. Them not. Her kids than my kids mm-hmm. right now. Simple and easy. And, I, and also, I would go as far as to say, can we now say that that this the Tia and and, and Corey a relationship like goals? If you're going through a divorce, because one, let's keep in mind, this man ain't put ain't he? I, as far as I know, there's no media circulating saying that he put up much of a fight in reference to the house. Yeah. It's like. Big house, we had a big family, you got the house. Done with that, right? And then I'm sure it came down the line to where, hey, you gonna get the house at some point, you gonna move on romantically. Well, I'm gonna be real, because his stock worth more than her stock. If we if we just keep in one thousand, and I'm pretty sure she put that clause in there because she was like, I don't want just any woman around my kids right. kind of stuff. Because they had this one, and I'm sorry, I have to be a little petty about it, but mm-hmm. they had this one, her in a bikini, looking, ugh. Well, I'm, I get it. I'm not going to lie to But, waist trainers, go ahead. Nah, nah, it, it, she just looked like a toothpick. Like, she looked like a 18-year-old white girl from the suburbs. Go talk to uh, Bernice Burgos and fix that. <laughs> But like, I'm just <clears throat> real talk. I mean, if you're insecure about it, if you're not insecure about it, live your life. But all I'm saying from the fact is, yes, I think they did it right when it came to the kids. Mm-hmm. Hey, you can't have nobody around these children for at least a certain period of time. I don't care what you do because we're no longer together. Right. But anything that has to do with our children. The children that me and you had, nobody else, me and you had, like, no, I don't want just anybody around my children. Mm-hmm. I don't care how you feel about them. Righteous. Vice versa. Whether it's him, whether it's her. Let's be fair. I'm willing to bet you she put that clause in I it. mean, probably so. I mean, granted, if you're going to keep the kids in, t- I mean, it sounds crazy, but- if you divorce, but you keep the kids, then whoever keeping the kids lets the other person effectively be single, right? Because I'm leaving you with the house, so you keeping the kids. You but doing, if we have joint custody, we do have joint. But I'm just saying, 
You, you think definitely. he ain't gonna get a apartment or a house or I know something? Get an apartment. And then be like, "Hey, y'all come with daddy this weekend." Or I know like he that. will. Like I'm just saying, when I once you leave the house and then I don't have the kids with me. You got the kids. I'm telling you, there's gonna be a primary. Yeah, you whoever got the house. Yeah, yeah you might the have the kids. I'm just like. The reason you get the house, the reason why I, me personally, the reason why I would be okay with letting go of the house is that, hey, my kids need somewhere to stay. So if my kid, if the court's going to award you my kids, then I'll award you the house too. Yeah. However, what comes with that house is a high level of responsibility. No, I'm not going to have you bring somebody else into the house that we made, that we paid for. Mm-hmm. And and you trying to have that dude play daddy to my kids? If I'm not around, if I was one of them dudes who kind of just backed away and didn't care for my kids, I understood. Yeah, I I opened myself up for that. However, I'm not the type of dude to open myself up to that because I'm around. Like with uh Kim K and Kanye. Pete Davidson, Kanye. It's like nah, that's real disrespectful how you move mm-hmm. because you move the dude into the house. You got the key, the dude around the kids. You got the tabloids. And you you basically trying to play this man against another dude. And it ain't even that serious. It's like, those are my kids. These are not his kids. If you want to have fun, have fun. But you should have some 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 level of self-respect to where, hey, I'm not going to go and parade this new boy toy around to my kids. Like, hey, when I'm having fun and I'm enjoying myself with this person, I'm going to be out the house. Yeah. When I'm not, then I'm in the house and it's just us. And that'd be fair. But did you hear about Kim K talking about she uh, she was in her feelings because the children wanted to go uh, with daddy's house and stuff like that? Like, oh, I always have fun with daddy. I want to go with daddy. Like, And Kim is talking to one of her sisters, I think, about it. I'm like... See, that shows you a father, like, that father is really cares. She had fun with her father, all that kind of and stuff. Th- now you over here hating. The thing about it is, kids especially going to recognize what's genuine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I got to play a certain way with you all the time, like, I got to put up this facade or, or um, I get, everybody gets tired. There's no... There's nobody who's going to put up a charade forever. Eventually, I want the mask to fall so you can see the actor. Like, I want you to see me. Yeah. So, no, because most of the times it's like, Dad got it. Because I, I heard the post you was telling about how Kanye is. Like, Dad got to figure it out. You know, mm-hmm. he don't have all these people around doing this and doing that. He just do it for himself and all this. And basically, the kid's saying, mainly, I just want structure and to know how to do stuff for myself. Yeah. Instead of having to rely on everybody else to keep me in like around, and I, she was talking about a manny and all this other stuff. I'm like, what the? Oh well, I want man to show my like. He got a man, his father. His father just send him to his father. Yes, and oh well, you know a nanny. You know they take care of the girls. The manny takes care. Of, I'm like, hold up, we going too far with this because. I can understand if you don't have a male figure in that child's life. I'm not even going to say a male figure in the home, but a male figure in that child's life. Hey, I'm his father. I'm supposed to teach him how things are supposed to go, how to work with things, how to do certain things. Mm -hmm. I don't need another man doing that, especially another man I don't know. I'm not going to bet. Like, I'm. 
if I'm here to do my job and I was doing my job well before whatever took place, whoever got in your ear to try to just like put you against me yeah. or whether you just came to the realization on your own that this ain't working out for you before all that, I was a father. I mm-hmm. still am a father. So I don't see the significance in you trying to put somebody else in my place. That's not where the needs lie. Where the needs lie, for, especially for his kids, and what they say is they want some some version of reality. They don't want to keep yeah. living in this reality, this fictitious world. You keep trying to concoct to try to manipulate your kids against their father, and then like manipulate the press to believe you the victim in some way, shape, form, or fashion. Like, no, just keep it real. You got tired of Kanye, you moved on. You moved in with Pete Davidson. Cool beans. Pete Davidson picked up on the rouge and was like, nah, you, you you trying to play me against your husband. He dipped out. Now you're trying to say, oh, well, I need father figures. All that's doing is trying to line yourself up for this this jargon or this propaganda, this dialogue to where you can say, well, Kanye West is not involved. But we know Kanye West is involved because those kids are mm-hmm. outright saying, no, nah, I would rather go with dad because of his level of involvement. The fact that you need a manny and a nanny and a and a secretary and a this and a that lets me know your kids, as much as you try to say that they're a priority, your career trumps them every time. Kanye West will forego the career for his kids. And mm-hmm. that's something that I'll be like, that's a whole nother level of taking on accountability and responsibility for what you did. I'm a, I'm a, at that point, I think he backed the billionaire status. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he is. Hmm. But only thing I'm saying is, what the hell does Kim K really do? I know she, I guess, models now, but I mean, it's like, like, let's be honest. Kim got I'm famous off of the, uh, off of the sex tape and being uh, Paris Hilton's um stylist friend that's how she got famous no, no, then let's be real her mom that. pushed her in the stat i ain't know nothing about her as paris hill stylish friend i don't care because you know shout out ray j yeah you did that fam you put her on congratulations ray j should have sued but i mean it's not like ray j hurt i mean but i still like hold up y'all damaged my reputation y'all got everybody thinking i'm the trash dude they leaked the sex tape because they sure put it out there ray j leaked the sex tape and all this other kind of stuff when was your mama the whole time oh yeah then i definitely sue for defamation of character. and then your mama ends up hey nah that's not enough we need you to go to i think it was vivid pictures and we're gonna shoot another one too to push them in the light then after it pushes them into a light, they do start the keeping up with the Kardashian things of them going through these issues. Right. That's how they start making any money because if it wasn't for Bruce and their daddy, it wouldn't have nothing. True. Now, yes, y'all had a little bit of money from Bruce and your uh, and your daddy, Rob Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Shut up. But y'all just is like, hey, we got to figure a way to make more money. So then... After the sex tape, all those uh, different things came out. Then you got start leeching onto basically all the black men making money. Right. And then after you start, uh, whatever happened to Reggie Bush? Because. Fell into obscurity. I guess so. Uh, so. But I'm sure. 
a name like Reggie Bush being who he was at the time, not in relation to his NFL career, but when his college days and the Heisman and all that, I'm sure if he came out and he just said like, Hey, I want to start me a little show talking about, uh, college football and giving statistics and all that stuff but like that. If you look at every person that's ever been with Kardashian, who actually turned out okay? I mean, in my opinion, outside of having kids with Kim, Kim Kardashian, <laughs> Kanye West is still in a good space, man. Kanye's the only one that made it out. If you look at all the other dudes, yeah. Lamar Odin is... I don't all know what time. to tell you. All the time. Like, it's a lot of but dudes I mean, And also, you got Travis Scott. Travis Scott. But he was Kylie Jenner, not Kylie Kardashian. So maybe that's why he's, yeah, his be. trajectory isn't just trying yeah. some trash. But, and then Kylie ended up being richer than all of them. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I mean, from what they say, you know, she had a real hustle about her with the whole drop shipping and the picking and, you know, with the branding and all that. So I feel like there's levels to it. You know, one's selling sex and one's actually selling merch and product. Yeah. Cool beans. I'm going to go with the one selling merch and product. Outside, and don't get me wrong, I'm not somebody who just sit here and bash Kim K and the Kardashians. I had no issue with them. Like, do your thing. Congratulations. What I do have issue with is this. If you do have a man who's active in this child's life, such as a Kanye West, and we all know that he is not somebody who just sits by the wayside and let life go on while his kids are doing not and have mm-hmm. not, right? Cool. Stop trying to be that 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 barrier between him and his kids. Let him be with his kids. Let him do what he deems necessary to make sure his kids are in a good space, right? So, no, you don't need a manny. You don't need a nanny. You just need to release those those reins and let go of that 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 malarkey you call look whatever you got your mental status let go of that put that man with them kids and keep pushing if you want to if you want to move the way you want to move and move like you're single feel free send them send the kids over there to live with kanye west yeah right he gonna i guarantee you them kids gonna be well provided for well taken care of and 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 it's gonna be high levels of respect for you vice versa but I would say for anyone, if there is a man or a woman in their lives that's actually trying to do it, I am I'm a father. I love my children to death. I die for them right now without second thought. Mm-hmm. The idea I'm saying for anyone is not about what you want. It's about what's best for them children. Right. So if there is a man in their lives, yes, I do believe you owe that man respect enough to not have anyone around the, uh, your children, y'all's children together, and vice versa. If there is a woman that is truly being a mother and doing what they need to do in their life, no matter how your feelings are about them, yes, you should not have any random crazy women around there. Right. Would you say this in relation to Future and Russell Wilson? Because yes, I, because yeah. uh, okay, the reason I say, and I don't know for a fact, so I'm not gonna stand ten toes down on it. I don't know how Future is with his kids. That's the thing is, I don't know. I don't know if he's a good father or a bad father. If he is a good father, hey, that's my kid. That's me. That's 
me. What I'm saying is this. Not all his babies, baby mamas with Sierra. Not all of them. Okay. okay. And then the only complaint I heard from one of his kids was, I have jet lag. I am tired of flying out to see you. So I'm like. You be okay with that. You're going to be fine, bro. That being said, I don't feel like you had like I don't feel like he's anything in in in, in reference to a damaging father to them kids. Not not at all. Yeah. That being said, I still feel like Russell Wilson's input in those kids' life. Although I feel like when it's spun in the media or when it comes out of of when it goes through the Sierra filter. Mm-hmm. It always spend, spent in a negative way. Yeah. Oh, Russell Wilson said he going to pay for college for future son. You say that as if future can't do that himself. Do you not? You not, are you, are you saying that as if he won't do that? Right. So Because we all, and that's how we spent. Like, we know he's more than capable. Yeah. And if he's more than capable, you're saying that making me think that he won't do it. But we all know that he will do it. We're talking about a man who fly his son on a private jet to see him on a consistent basis. So what I'm saying is you trying to keep up this, this media, this facade, right? Yeah. To where this guy is not who he's portraying himself to be, but the truth is he is who he say he is. Hey man, I, I got kids. Yeah. I got kids. Most of women, yeah. but I'm taking care of them kids. And no, him sleeping with other women has nothing to do with his kids. Nothing to do with him. Not one thing. I hate when people try, oh, well, he's a womanizer. What they got to do with me and my kids? What I'm saying is, at a certain point, I get the whole term womanized, right? If you got a whole room full of victims of your womanizing ways, then sure. What we need to look into deep, but at least for future and, and other celebrities in that space is how many of these women would really be considered victims? Because a lot of them had to put themselves in a space to even be a, for them to even attempt to womanize them or to womanize them by y'all metric. Right. So I'm future you in a club and you've done this X rated act or you did all this work to get to me. Now you got to me. And because it's not all it was cracked up to be for you. And I'm not somebody who's just going to be head over heels for you because the fact is, Future, I'm sure, sees women of your caliber on a consistent basis yeah. all the time. It's And we're talking Sierra and whoever you want to put in that space. So. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. So the definition of womanizer is a man who engages in numerous casual sexual affairs with women. So because he sleeps with women. That's what is considered a woman. I have you know that unless outside of uh, the married men, every man out here is a womanizer. Then yes. Well, I, I, okay, 40, 50 percent, 40, right? Because only forty percent of the men sleep with yeah, hundred percent of women. Yeah. So, well, okay. Tell me this. Nah, nah. Is twenty percent of the men are sleeping with eighty percent of the women? That's why you have women. Uh, a lot of women with more children than men have children. Right. Because you're sleeping with that man, but your friend's sleeping with that man, or the girl down the street sleeping with the same man you sleeping with. Mm-hmm. So, so y'all all got the same baby daddy. Y'all all got the same baby daddy. And the fact that none of y'all gonna <clears throat> let him go, y'all forced him into being a womanizer. Yeah. 
Because if you sleep with him, you sleep with him, you sleep with him. The, he does not have a reduction in options here. Like, there's nothing that he's done, even though he had six kids with six different women, nothing that he's done put him in a space where number seven is going to say no. Yeah. Because in their seven, mind, he's t- he part of the 20%. So, no. When it comes, like, one, I would even go as far as to say maybe in West, we need to redefine woman womanizing. Because that's the way they, uh, because I just looked it up. If Look it up on the dictionary right now. A, a man who engages in numerous casual sexual affairs with women. That is what a womanizer is. So basically your average man, and they always try to make a womanizer. Oh, you, you brutally, you deceived her. You did all this. Uh, no, no, no. no. It, it's just me knocking off chicks. That's it. That is all the womanizer is. So, and 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 we need to. Can we look up before we close? Are we gonna close. Yeah. Can you look up gold there? What is this? Because <laughs> I'm like, if it's if it's say accepting multiple gifts from um, accepting gifts from multiple men, then I'm gonna be like, I don't. I'll let you read this one. Oh, gold Go digger. <clears throat> gold digger. A person who forms a relationship with another purely to extract money from them. This place is packed with gold. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But a person who forms a relationship with another person purely to extract money from them. So that being said, if you got some, if you a woman and you have the audacity to label somebody food bay, vacation bay, uh, 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 Whatever bay you want to throw, as long as you got a a category form in front of bay, mm-hmm. you're only using them to extract money from them because you're yeah. the one that I extract vacations from. But vacations is just a, a fancy word for money. Yeah, you're the one I extract food from. Food has to be paid for. She's this is my money when I'm in need. So what I'm saying is, so womanizers and gold diggers go hand in hand yeah because a lot of these women who dealt with future got with him because of his finance right yeah got me because of my finance i knocked you off but i kept you around so you keep getting the gifts you want and i keep getting the sex i want yeah Woman, so stop with the whole trying to bash future for being who he is. He's just doing what he's just doing. What is the the social norm? He's doing what's is he's designed to do. What, what the game that you created? He's just someone who plays it well. Yeah, and that goes with Sierra too. Stop trying to insert that man as your weapon against future and Russell Wilson. <laughs> You'll be alright because I don't because. A lot of people say, Russell Wilson, I'm not going to blame you, fam. If if you, somebody, stepfather, one, you Russell Wilson, and I know you doing well right by people. So I don't have no issue with you. Like, I don't see you. It's just a hurt woman trying to, just, trying to, you know, parade you around. It just mm-hmm. is what it is. It's but if you're going to pay for that kid's college and future's like, no, Understand, my son Ethan, he gonna be going to college, and, and and KJ, you know, like he gonna be out here. Yeah, you can send that check. 
Some for the people. <laughs> Some for the people. Some for the people. Do mm-hmm. that for the people. Do that for these people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely take you know that. What I'm saying? Just let me know. You know, if you want to, if you want to throw ball. And on that note, this has been another episode. Of Some for you the want. people. You want? Y'all be easy. Oh, you know.